the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. Glenn's on vacation this week. It's uh, Pat Gray and Jeffy. By the way, you can uh, join me for my own show immediately following this one every weekday. Noon Eastern. Wow. And, and thank you for every the... Time, every time Pat says, join me on my own show, you right, hear Then that. you hear that, that particular sound. Uh, <laughs> which like, means that at heaven? noon Eastern, uh, it's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio and TV Network. Uh, this summer, we're, we're opening up the studios here, as we have done the last quite a few summers, uh, to share the Mercury One collection and have everything from Hollywood and pop culture to torture items and a vampire hunting kit to items that highlight how citizens have exercised their rights throughout history some for good and some maybe for not so good and there's so many historic you know uh, truly american iconic things to look at and see and hear the stories about it's really fun really fun i hope you'll uh if you're not in the dfw uh area i hope you'll book uh the weekend to to be here it's June fifteenth and sixteenth and seventeenth and seventeenth. Yeah, so it's fourteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth, right? Yeah, it's fourteen, sixteen, seventeen, according to this paperwork right here. Fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. That's yeah. Friday, Saturday, I don't know Sunday. Calendar, but I, we can jump okay. ahead to my calendar. And I th- that's right. Fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Seventeenth is Father's Day. You know, your father wants more than a tie, so oh, just give him the. What a great gift that would be to the, come down here and. Right. And tour the museum. Maybe get a tour from Glenn or Stu or Jeffy. I mean, if you're going to want a special Father's Day, you're going to want the tour from me. Obviously. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, What does Glenn know? <laughs> it's amazing what he knows about these items. I know it is. And you'll hear it. all about it. I'm actually, this is the week I'm on vacation, so I will I will not be leading a tour. Yeah, but you can fly back in or whatever. But I, just... yeah, man, I'd love to, but I, I, I can't. Yeah, but we have planes uh, to fly all over the world in hours. That is true, but no planes come back from where I'll be to here. I don't know. Not what? that weekend. Yeah, not that weekend. Anyway, triple eight seven two seven Beck. We've been talking about this thirty year old who was booted out of his <clears throat> parents' house by court order. But he hasn't left yet even. He hasn't left yet. Yeah, he's fighting that. Now he he's, he was asked to leave. The parents actually drew up eviction notices that he ignored. They offered him money. We'll help you pay for your first month or whatever. Amazing. But Please go get a job and get, get out. Go get a job. That's what you need to do. And he won't. Amazing. And so, so many places that you can get jobs at. Man, people are uh, so many jobs out there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you can and I know that that look, you're not going to get a job uh, right away unless you're one of the you know one of the fortunate ones where you can move into your parent a house similar to what you're living in with your parents. That's part of the problem is that this generation, a lot of them, seem to feel like they're entitled to start where the parents end up. But we didn't well, start no, there. No, we did not start there. No, we did not. Uh, a far cry from it, by the way. Um, far cry. Yes. <laughs> a far cry. Yes. I, mean, I remember, you know. There were some tough times. I remember milk crates. As mm-hmm. as it's tables, and you know, being thankful that that's what we had. Yes, I mean, amazing. Yeah, I mean, you don't make a lot of money at first; you struggle at first. But the mindset is, I guess, now you, you shouldn't have to do any of that. It you should just have luxury from the minute you leave your parents' home, and you live in a beautiful mansion, right. like uh, uh, Tom and his supermodel wife. 
Right, right. And then that's kind of like your we it leads you back into uh, the Instagram world, right? Mm-hmm. Every, everything and Facebook and Twitter and all you know all of social media and the internet of world where everything is fine, everything yep. is beautiful, and we are all living and able to go to uh, uh, the south of France whenever we want. And we've just babied and pampered our kids for so long now, and then they've been babied and pampered at school. With dumbed down curriculum and uh, and we've changed the grading system so that nobody fails. Right, everybody right. succeeds. Everybody gets a participation no, trophy. You all get the game ball. Nobody loses. Right. So don't you strive to be better. We've you're fine just the way you are. We've bitten this off. Now we have to chew it. We it, we true. created this mess. We're reaping what we've sown. And I, I, so I think that's uh, in large part what's happening. And uh, and then you have a guy like this who's 30 years old and apparently has no shame. <laughs> He's not even right. embarrassed. Right. Your parents took you to court to evict you and you're still fighting and you're going to appeal and you have, you're not embarrassed by that? I mean, we should try to get a hold of him and see if we can make him embarrassed. <laughs> we should. We should. I bet he'd be happy to talk to us. I bet he would too. I but, bet he would too. He cannot be ashamed of it. Because he'd, he'd be like, look, yeah, I'm... I'm yeah, uh, my parents... Uh, they don't use it down here anyway. I don't know why they're mad that I'm living here. Triple eight seven two seven Beck, Josh in Oklahoma. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, Pat. Hey, hey. Jeffy. Uh, I'm a huge fan, by the way. I listen every day to you guys on Unleashed. So Thank you. Thank you. Shout Thank out you to much. my program. Um, I've got a friend uh, in Billings, Montana... Uh, he lives in his parents' basement, and he will be 41 years old this year. Oh, my wow. gosh. Oh, my yeah. gosh. 41? Yeah. Is Billings yeah. still the largest city in Montana? <laughs> yes, even okay, more so be, than it used to be. Let me be clear that we're talking about yeah. the same Billings. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, this guy is 41, lives in his parents' basement. He, does he not have a job, or what's going on in his life? Oh, no, no, no. He He, he originally moved out and got into financial trouble, so... He brought himself back. Okay. You know, the parents were going to take care of him just like they do. Okay. However, he, he got uh, really, really comfortable, and now he's very financially stable. In fact, for his 40th birthday, he flew himself over to Europe for two weeks. He uh, he, he flies himself over to, wow. to go to premier soccer games. The He, he loves wow. that stuff. Um, wow. He, he drives a very nice car. He, he's doing quite well, but he is uh, – <laughs> he's – He's not planning on going anywhere. That's for sure. And the, are the parents okay with that, or would they like him to leave? I think they're frustrated, but they have um, accepted it at this point. Because he's forty-one, they must be in their sixties, and they're still supporting their son at home. Well, That's he's providing, right? I mean, if he's incredible. making some money, he's got to be able. He's got to be providing. Do you a know bit, that? Right? Is he paying rent or anything? He, he pays half of the bills. Oh, okay. All right. Well, even at least so. you got that much going for you. I mean, but I, still, that, that's even pushing. It. What he about a be family? For does, everything. He, does he have no interest in a family? And uh, I'm I'm not sure that that's going to be in the cards for him. Oh, really? Yeah, he he may be interested, but as you were talking about earlier, uh, kind of difficult to bring someone back to your place. When it's your <laughs> yes, place. when so. it's your parents' basement. Yeah. 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 All right. Thanks, Josh. Not not the best way to impress your date, maybe. Plus, if he's in his 40s, and you're right, the the folks have got to be you know, up there, right? So mm-hmm. 
um, you know, at some point you're like, uh, come on over and we'll watch some TV. I'll just roll mom into the bedroom and we'll be okay. <laughs> I mean, don't worry. She doesn't come yeah. out often. Uh, Susan in Florida, you're on the Glenn Beck program. Hi. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. This is so, where you... uh, my brother, mm-hmm. my brother is almost 60. It, it ends up good. The story ends up good, but okay. uh, he was living in his parents' home till he was over 30 and they finally sold their house. To get him out? <laughs> well, I think they were ready to sell their house, but that, <laughs> that's what, you know, catapulted him out of the house. But yeah. he cared wow. so much about just living and milking the system that he didn't think about buying the house. Oh, he didn't have that kind of money. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. So once they sold the house and he got out, uh, he did he 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 got back up on his feet eventually. Apparently, well, you... no, <laughs> it, it was a sad story. He sank into you know addictions and uh, uh, it, it, it wasn't going well. But he's much better now. He's you know on okay. a clean and sober path, and uh, he doesn't have a successful career. I mean. Nothing like that ever happened, but he helps people. I mean, he's the kindest heart. He, he lives on his own. Well, he actually rents a house from me. Um, but, you know, he's mm. independent, and uh, he's, he's a contributing member of society. He Good. helps That's old not... people. He's got a passion for old people. And, uh, you know, my, my parents both passed away, and he, he did come back for three years after my mother had died, but he wasn't helping. He was just another another burden at that time, but... Things uh, all worked out. So, 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 Susan, let me ask you a question. If he, and this is just a hypothetical question, I'm sure it will never happen. If he decided that he didn't want to pay you rent anymore in the house that you were renting to him, would you be able to evict him? I don't think I would. But, yeah, right. I, I would. He, he signed a lease and everything. Um, if he was only unable to pay because of you know illness or or something like that i mean of course i would would continue to take care of him right Um, he's doing everything he can i mean he's and you know he totally regrets those years of uh the cloud that he was in but um yeah and he's he's he's, about there are four brothers and a sister he's my favorite he's the the kindest heart he is you know, he's, he's come a long way, but he had to go through a really hard path to get there. Mm. And, of course, my parents coddled him, you know. And yeah, this was right. 30 years ago. This, yeah. this was 30 years ago. It's not just this generation. It's it's uh, It was probably you know, a, lo- at- a little more unusual then, though, wasn't it? I mean, it was looked yeah, at I differently so. for sure. I think so, yeah. 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 All right. Thanks, Susan. When you look at extended, extended families living mm-hmm. with... Uh, with children and grandchildren, I mean, I think it happens more nowadays. It used yes, to it happen a hundred years. It used to happen a hundred years ago. Grandparents always lived with their, you know, children and their grandchildren because they were old and they couldn't work anymore. Right. There was no social security system. And yeah, on the back end of life, that was not unusual. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks, Susan. When when you're getting old, yes, then you know the the kids take care of the parents like the parents took care of the kids when they were young. So that makes total sense. But that doesn't... Now, that is not happening as much. Right. And the opposite is. Right. Uh, 888-727-BECK. Glenn Beck. It's uh, Pat and Jeffy for Glenn, who's on vacation this week. We're hearing more and more about these uh, sonic attacks. Another, Another one that we had... 
where were they happening? Uh, Cuba, right? Our diplomats in Cuba oh, were right. subject to them. Right, they right, had to come right. home yeah, because yeah. of it. Yeah. Now there's been a sonic attack on the American consulate in China, apparently. And a staffer has suffered a brain injury as a result. Wow. So uh, they're looking into that uh, to see what's going on. We've been talking about this uh, amazing story of a 30-year-old lived with his parents. They decided, okay, it's time for you to leave. He said no. So they went to a lawyer, actually had eviction notices written up, several of them, which he ignored. Think of that. Not leaving. Your parents have to write up an eviction notice to get rid of you. And you're still not embarrassed. Wow. <laughs> right. You're still okay with it. And then you're okay to go to court. So they took him to court. Judge. Judge ruled, okay, get out of their house. He still hasn't. He's appealing. Wow. Really something. <laughs> I mean, he's gonna they're gonna have to sell. Right? They're gonna have to be like the lady that just yeah. called. S- sell the house to get him out. Yeah. Yeah. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Uh Dakota in Texas. You're on the Glenn Beck program. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Doing good. Uh, first, I wanted to say I'm a, I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller. I mean, I love y'all's show. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, but, uh, yeah, the story is absolutely insane. I mean, um, I turned 18. I'm only 26 now, so I don't have years and years of experience. But, I mean, you know, my dad asked me to leave the house when I turned 18. And uh, he offered me, like this guy's parents did, he offered me money. I mean, he paid my rent. He bought me groceries, um, all that stuff. And and here's the thing. I squandered all of that. I mean, Mm. I took full advantage of it, um, became addicted to drugs, dropped out of college. And when that happened, my dad said, you know what? That didn't work. You're on your own. You're on your complete and total own. And uh, I went into some really dark times. But because of that, and me and my dad are still very close today. He's forgiven me for uh for what i did but he uh Mm. because of that today because of what he did because of him dropping me and and saying you know what you need to learn how to do this on your own because i can't help you i'm a better man for it now i have a successful career um i have a loving wife a house i mean everything's working out and for you if he had continued to baby and coddle me have you have you talked with your dad about how tough that was to just say nope that didn't work so no more Good luck. That's not easy yeah, to do. You when aren't you, kidding. When you see your son in a spiral like you apparently were in, that that could be really ugly. He's yeah. told me. He told me it's the the hardest thing he ever had to I do bet. was yeah. watch from a distance as mm. I just continued to what, what seemed to just throw my entire life away. And it wasn't until I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it, but it wasn't until I found Christ that I actually. Yeah, I don't know if you're allowed to talk about it on this show either. No, there's a separation of uh, church Church and radio. radio. Yeah, Yeah, separation of church and radio clause. Be careful in the in the Constitution. Yeah. um, Yeah. So, what exactly happened when he cut you off and you were on your own and you didn't have any money and and where did you live? Were you able to continue to at least stay in in wherever it was you were living? Um, Well, to be honest, I uh, I turned the apartment that I was living into. A, a drug house where we sold drugs. Well, that's what that's that's one way to go. It's an entrepreneurial way. <laughs> it's... And, yeah, and uh, oh man, it, it led to it led to me becoming an extreme methamphetamine addict. Yeah, and homeless, good. living on the streets. Ooh, really, and all all along, my dad would uh, he would he would 
call me and talk to me. And he'd say, I'm always here for you emotionally, but I'll, I'm, I'll never give you another penny. Wow. Not until you get your, your stuff together. And to this day, he's very proud. I mean, he, wow. he just went to my wife's graduation. Uh, she graduated college and, you know, he's, he's just, he's extremely proud of where I've come now. And I yeah, actually great. do some work with a local rehab here. This is great. Yeah. Rehab yeah. Town, so. Well, we're proud of you too. Uh, no kidding. Way to go, uh, Dakota. Not everybody pulls out of that and, and especially not this quickly. Appreciate the call. Thanks. Yeah. I, I don't know if I could, if I, I'm strong enough to do that. Wow. I mean that I was just I thinking about that. So don't know. His dad's amazing. a hero. <laughs> Cause oh, virtually impossible, almost impossible. Yes. Uh, John in Montana, you're on the Glenn Beck program. Hi. Hey, Pat. Hey. Um, yeah, I've got uh, my girlfriend lives with me, and so does her son. Her son is 20 years old, high school dropout. Oh, boy. Um, does not have a job, has no intention of moving out. I found him a job uh, doing uh, labor for a contracting company. Uh, yeah, he would be making Davis-Bacon wages, working for the state, you know, doing state jobs. Yeah. And it was... On, it was on the road. Five, he'd be on the road five days a week, and they put him up in a motel. They pay for all of his expenses. His grandfather told him not to take it because he would be traveling. Oh, my God. I well, cannot even problem, get this right? kid to pick up dog poop. And wow. I'll tell you what, the next person that says to me, marijuana does not screw up your, screw a person up, all I do is point mm. to him. Mm-hmm. Because look what it did. It took every bit of ambition out of this kid that he, ever, that he would ever have. Really sad. Wow. And I, I keep telling my girlfriend, you know, he's going to be living with us when he's 40 years old. He's going to be living in the basement. She says, no, he won't. He'll, he'll be out by then. He'll be motivated. And I just proved me wrong. But I don't want to wait another 20 years to be proved wrong. Yeah, definitely. Where, where in Montana do you live? It's in the Billings area. It's not actually Billings. It's in the Billings area. I don't want to say because it's a smaller town. Yeah, right, right, right. right. I got okay. you. Uh, you know, so are, are there any, like, can you get him into rehab in the area? Um, I don't know that he's even doing marijuana anymore. My girlfriend tells me that he's not, there are never any drugs in the house because I too have a son who actually is motivated. He's 15 and he's already working out at the country club. Wow. You know, I mean, my wife, my ex-wife and I, we do have a very strong work ethic. We, you know, we were both raised that way and my yeah. son loves money. So. <laughs> capitalism can be a, yes, a really can. good motivator yes, really good uh all right it the, is it, yeah and this his mom even buys him his cigarettes this 20 year old jeez oh man i was just wondering maybe i could move in stop by say hello for a little while you know <laughs> hang out well you were just talking about maybe moving to the billings area i was at the greater billing area right. oh man yeah. a, you know it's the largest, you know, the largest city, in city in montana it's exactly right <laughs> thanks john triple eight Seven two seven back. You're listening to the Glenn Beck program with Pat and Jeffy. Triple eight seven two seven back. That uh, solo Star Wars story starts uh, opens on Friday, and they're expecting the lowest opening of all the Star Wars movies, which wouldn't surprise me. Oh, me either. I, me and, either. And people are speculating that it's Star Wars burnout. It's just bad movie burnout. We don't want to see... I mean, they've been substandard movies, I think, as a rule. Maybe it's just me, but I did not like... And I thought I did at first, but then I saw it again at home. And I thought, how did I like this at first? This sucks. 
(laughs) But, you know, you give it so much slack because it's Star Wars. And I've been such a big fan since it came out that, you know, you just want to love it. You want to. And so they've got that goodwill baked into the uh, franchise. And then they disappoint us almost every time. But you're not that big a fan, no, are you? No, you're not really. a big Star Wars fan. You won't be going to this solo. No, you know, if Max wants to go. He seems to like the stupid shows. <laughs> I can't take it. Uh, why? To, because you can't take Star so Wars. Much. I've, I've got, you mean it so much. So much what? It's just so much of nothing. They're just not good. I went back. I even went back The original went, three are great. Okay. And They're great. I, are they? Yes, I think so. Are they? I love them. Because yes. I went back and watched them again because we had to watch everything, all the movies in order. Heaven forbid we watch them out of order. And, uh, and then I, so you get to the originals mm-hmm. and you think, okay, at least I remember this in my head as being good and I can make it through this one. They aren't that good either. No, I love them. I love them. You'll never convince me the first three aren't, aren't good because they are. And I'm going to take a rash, uh, a wrath from people because the Star well, Wars are, lovers. Because they're, they're going to. You're an idiot. <laughs> and, and I know that. I'm fine. I, I don't hate them. Yeah. I'm all, you know, I, it's fine. You're just not that into it. Right. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, you know, you, you have the right to be wrong. This is America. <laughs> uh,. Also, uh, just to bring you up to speed on a couple of other things, um, the Trump, Donald Trump and Fox News uh, Spygate situation heating up. The president's been tweeting about yeah. the Spygate scenario that's the biggest scandal it's in American history. I don't know if they have an ounce of evidence of it, uh, if there's any kind of proof. There's a guy that said so. But Shut somebody up. is saying so. Okay. <laughs> you mean they don't have proof? A guy said so. Yes. Yes. And the president tweeted about Thank it. Thank so, you. So it's got to be true. And it was on Fox and Friends. So it's like triply true now. <laughs> Thank you. Also uh, of concern is yet another Ebola outbreak I know, in time. Africa. Pretty big bad time. one. Yeah. And they say that uh, superstition in the Democratic Republic of Congo is causing them some ser- pretty serious trouble. Some people are refusing medical care and... Instead, they turn to preachers and prayer to chase away the threat because the they work. think it's coming from some kind yeah. of curse. Yeah, and now it's also moved into a, a, a big metropolitan area that uh, makes it, you know, obviously grow faster when the when the sickness starts spreading. Yeah, um, so they're really concerned about because it. it's usually uh, mm. they felt pretty comfortable, as comfortable as you can feel with it, because it's in the outskirts and in the, uh, you know, in the country. Mm-hmm. But and once it hits the metropolitan areas, it could spread big time. And there's also concern, uh, if that wasn't enough for you, there's also a big concern now of yellow fever uh, coming from uh, South America and Brazil. And so uh, don't, don't I mean, worry about you don't it, have don't. to worry about it. Nah, you've don't been, worry you've about been, it. Uh, I mean, everyone, everyone has been vaccinated, right? Wait. Uh, yellow fever vaccination? I didn't even know there was one. I don't know that there is. (laughs) I don't think I'm up to speed on my yellow fever vaccinations. (laughs) Man, you need to get that. You need to get that taken care of. You know what? Maybe you tie this into what we've been talking about for the last hour or so. The uh, 30-year-old who won't leave his house. Maybe the parents tell this guy, "We've been exposed to Ebola. You have to leave. We got to. You better get out for your own safety now. 
Right I, now. Put a mask on. Is, isn't wearing a mask worth getting rid of the 30-year-old? Five minutes ago, I was just bleeding out my eyes. <laughs> now, I wiped it all off. That's but a tremendous idea. You don't want to be anywhere near this. No. You don't want none of this. So Unless the kid says, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> this guy might. I, I don't know. know. <laughs> uh, Michael in Tennessee. You're on the Glenn Beck program with Pat and Jeffy. Hello. Hey. After graduation... My father walked up to me, put his arm around me, said, son, I'm proud of you. I love you. You got six months to get out of my house. <laughs> he gave you a six whole months. Six whole months. Yeah. In three months, I found a job, moved 400 miles away, and started my life. Uh, when I moved to Tennessee, I, uh, my furniture consists of four milk crates that, Thank you. that I got from a grocery store uh-huh. and uh, some boards that I picked up at a construction site to make tables. Wow. I know. I, I I'm with you. I have kids. I I wanted out. <laughs> yeah. So you wanted out just as badly as he wanted you out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the natural way of things. Yes, it is. It's supposed to be. Yeah, it's supposed I, to be. I can't believe, you know, I've got people here that I work with that are in their upper forties that are still living with their parents. My gosh. Oh. Embarrassing. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Not to them, apparently. Uh, thanks, Michael. I guess not. To those of us who understand the situation, it is. I mean, I I do understand the stories of um, you say get a divorce mm-hmm. and you go back to uh, have a roof over your head for maybe a month two, mm-hmm. right? With the, if your parents have a house and a space for you, yeah, uh, you could go there for a couple of months. Uh, yeah, you know, I could see that, and then yeah, and get I think out. Most parents extend that opportunity. Like yes. if you're if you've fallen on really hard times, if circumstances, you, you know, a lot of things have gone against you, and you just need a little. I need uh, to breathe. I need to breathe a little bit. A hand up, yeah, not a breathe. hand out. Right. Then that you know that's one thing, but coming back to stay, uh, no, <laughs> no, no. Cindy in Virginia, you're on the Glenn Beck program. Hi. Um, Hi. I'll get straight to the point. Um, First of all, the fact that his parents have coddled him all these years and never held him accountable, uh, which they should have started doing from childhood on, that's Mm -hmm. one part of the problem. But the other part of the problem, and John in Montana picked up on it too, as soon as I saw that guy on TV yesterday on the news, the first thing that hit me was, I'll bet a buck he smokes pot every single day. Everybody I know that still smokes mm-hmm. pot mm-hmm. they live in an they live in another world yeah another world of procrastination and not doing any more than they absolutely have to and i really think that's a big part of the problem it so you're you're saying it just saps the motivation out of people yeah the drive I mean, it, you know mm-hmm. they, they become psychologically addicted and mm-hmm. well i'll go look for a job tomorrow but right now let me get high now I saw the I saw the guy too, um, and there's there's some pictures online if you want to check it out. Uh-huh. He's got long hair and a beard, yeah. so that's what tipped you off that he's maybe a pothead. Well, he looks like <laughs> something out of the seventies. <laughs> he kind of did. He kind of did. And like. I do, you yeah. know. I mean, I grew up with a lot of these people, and I, I, you know, yeah, yeah I've yeah. seen it. I see it even now sometimes when yeah. I'm out and about. You can just tell, and um, mm-hmm. it just takes you down that path that mm. it's pathetic because i'm sure he has no idea what 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 how good he would feel if he could just regain his self-respect could well be thanks cindy appreciate it
uh, doing a little profiling there of a long hair. Definite profiling of a long hair. And Uh, it's a pretty nice house. I just, this is the first time I've seen the picture. I haven't seen the house. Huh? Yeah. I'd like to see the house, but the kid, the the kid, he's 30. The guy, uh, is a long hair. And uh, Cindy is doing some extrapolation. Long hair equals pothead, which because he's white, it's okay to do. (laughs) If this was a minority, that would be completely out of bounds. And we'd have to. We would have shut that down. Yeah, we'd have to snap you back on that whole theory. But because he's white, we'll (laughs) allow it. it. We'll allow it. And plus, it, it looks as though she could be right. That he's a pothead? Yeah. So you also are profiling this poor man. No, I'm just saying she could be right. I'm not profiling. I'm just. Oh, uh, I mean, possible. It is possible. It is possible. possible. And I will say that there's a number of, you know, uh, when you, unless you're already established in some sort of position of being a super smart uh, person mm-hmm. uh, at a particular place of employment you're there's a lot of places that you would go to looking like that and they would say mm, no thanks oh okay you're saying it's tough to get a job uh, yeah when you've got that long yeah. scraggly hair that looks like it came from 1973 yeah probably it probably I makes mean, it more difficult sure there's plenty of places though to hire i mean you tie it up in a knot i mean people wait on you all the time mm-hmm. with long hair and a beard mm-hmm. a, cares ed in florida you're on the glenn beck program hey, guys Hey. hey, guys, you guys are doing great. Thank you. Hey, I'll get right to it. My son, love him very much. Great young man. The boy, the last year and a half, you know, when towards the end of high school was tough. Um, never studious at all, but uh, really started hanging around the wrong crowd and, and mm. you know, drugs, all types, uh, smoking. Friends of his um, got addicted and had to go through rehab and all that, but... Um, Anyway, and, you know, just went and get a job around the house and so forth, but still in school, man, 60 days before graduation, looks at me and says, Dad, you know, I don't need my degree. Excuse me? <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to drop out. Well, I couldn't get, you know, he, he did. And then, uh, you know, within two days, just slept in the house, second day into it, still didn't have a job or anything like that. It's like, son, this house is for uh, moving forward or moving on. This is a positive place to be. You know, you need to go. And I booted him out, man. If your kid lives there until 40, shame on you. It's your deal. It's not a kid. It's a damn man. Right. You know, if yeah. they're, you know, the sucker fish likes eating food off the bottom. <laughs> you know, if, if you're going to, if you have no motivation and we need sucker fish, we need people to be on the bottom. Mm-hmm. But if some, if you're going to coddle someone and they can get along on the bottom, shame on you. Cause if they figure out they need to move up the food chain, good. You can't give them that motivation. They need to find it and you're keeping them from finding it and boot them out. My son went on and got a job in construction, then moved on to electrician where he wanted to be. Lives in Miami. I've uh, been down there to see him two or three times. Got a girlfriend. He's paying for the apartment. Uh, his car broke down, got into an accident. I helped him because he's doing the right thing for six, seven months, you know, going to work every day. Work, now working as an apprentice. Mm-hmm. Uh, his car broke down and so forth. Well, I helped him buy a bicycle. He was riding his bike 11 miles one way every day, including in the rain. I Ubered him a couple times because he's doing his stuff now. Wow. But he rode a bike for two months, and now he's, you know, the, the family down there helped him get a truck. So he's got a truck to use. But, you know, and he he was giving all the wrong signs. The mom and I's divorced household, unfortunately. I don't know if it would have made a difference either way. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I kept saying, you know, 
God, he's got to have work ethic. He's not displaying it now. You know, he's our kid. He's got to have it. And doggone, if he doesn't, I don't want my son to be. I want my son to be happy. And some people are happy being sucker fish. It's their, it's their yeah. journey. But, you know, get them to get started on their journey or shame on you. Appreciate you it. Thanks, right. Ed. Yep. Uh, and that's a tough one. 11 miles to work on a bike in Miami where it's hot and humid. Yeah. That's where I draw the line. Nope. Sorry. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Really? <laughs> Motivated to do a lot of things and, and go the extra mile, but not bike to work in the humidity of Miami. Yeah, public transportation yeah, just right. takes you longer. Yeah. That's why I walked when I, when I went to Florida because the public transportation, it took longer to take the public transportation than it did for me to walk. How far was it? Place work. Uh, a couple miles. You actually walked a couple of miles? I mean, I don't necessarily appreciate the, <laughs> the tone when you ask me that question. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More of the Glenn Beck program coming up. Glenn Beck. <laughs> uh, this story is amazing. It just keeps it gets better. It gets better. It, it does, does get better. It has gotten better. I found a story in the Washington Post that mentioned some of his quotes. Uh, the thirty-year-old kid, the thirty-year-old man, who. Uh, his parents took him to court to evict him from their house, and he won't leave. Won't He's 30. Now, according to the story, Michael is a self-described businessman. Really? He's he's a businessman living I mean, in, in his parents' basement? Just because you're a businessman doesn't make you a That's good true. businessman. That is true. He also has a son of his own who he lost custody of. Why? Probably because he lives in his parents' house. It's possible, but he said he said uh, his his parents they stopped feeding me, and they even cut me off of the family phone plan. Oh no! Oh oh oh, no! No, I didn't realize there was that kind of abuse. So your mommy stopped making dinner for you at thirty years old, and they decided that you had to pay for your own food. And your own phone plan at 30? Oh, no. Wow. And he said that this entire situation is really unfair. Yeah. So there you go. It's really unfair. Uh, And he needed, he also wanted to, uh, he needed uh, more time to be prepared to move out. Uh, He didn't have a reason. Well, you got to get your head around it first. He didn't have a reasonable amount of time to vacate. So. It's an amazing story. It definitely it, is. It's an absolutely stunning I bet you he still has story. the Netflix password, though. <laughs> I bet you they're still paying for Netflix. I'll bet they are. Yeah. And and probably his car insurance, too. Yep. Triple eight seven two seven back Use that number tomorrow. We'll be back again uh, filling in for Glenn. Meantime, you can check me out uh, in just a minute here on Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio and TV Network. Glenn Beck. Mercury.